this is Paul Billington speaking with you and bringing you one more edition of the Bible in the News. There's a great deal happening in the news at the moment which can be directly related to Bible prophecy and to what we call the signs of the times. Iran, Russia, Europe, the Vatican and a lot of what's going on in the Middle East and as always especially Israel. It's all relevant. This week our focus will be upon the so-called West Bank, that's the mountains of Israel, and what the Jews call Judea and Samaria. Having disengaged, as they call it, from Gaza and Gush Katif last summer, the Israeli government is now moving its attention to the West Bank. Isolated settlements that are labelled illegal are slated to, to be demolished and the Jewish settlers to be evicted, just as they were from Gush Katif and Gaza. At first sight this may seem to be a matter of internal politics within Israel, but if we look at the situation from a Bible perspective, we shall soon see that there is more to it than that. The Bible tells us that in the latter days there is to be a gathering of people out of the nations who will be located upon these mountains of Israel. You can see this clearly from Ezekiel chapter 38 and verse 8, for example. In fact, all the prophecies of the restoration of Israel, which we find in Ezekiel, emphasize this gathering on the mountains of Israel. Look at Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 13 and 14. It reads, I will bring them out from the people, and gather them from the countries, and will bring them to their own land, and feed them upon the mountains of Israel, by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed, upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. Now look at a relief map, and note just where the mountains of Israel are. They correspond more or less to the West Bank, to Judea and Samaria. This includes places like Shechem, near to Nablus. It includes the settlement of Itamar in Samaria. It includes places like Hebron in Judea, or Bethel, Bethel as it's called, where about 1,000 Jewish families have settled. It is, of course, a very dangerous area to live. One settler described the situation in these words. He said, You need a lot of faith here, otherwise you couldn't last a second with all the dangers hiding behind every rock. He went on, This village is located near the belly button of the earth, and we are here to assure that the belly button won't be cut off from the body. That's an interesting description. And whether he realises it or not, that settler is identifying his people with those who are spoken of in Ezekiel chapter 38. In verse 12 of that chapter, you can read the words, The desolate places that are now inhabited, the people that are gathered out of the nations which have gotten cattle and goods, and that dwell in the midst of the land. Now, some Bibles have a marginal note here, telling us that this phrase, the midst of the land, is translated from Hebrew, which means the navel of the land. That's the belly button. 
So the prophets tell us that there will be these settlements or villages here in the latter days. Now if we believe what the prophet says, it is hard to see how these settlers can be ejected from there by the Israeli government and its army. A few of the settlements may be, but it seems that something must happen at some point to cause the government to abandon the policy. These settlers, who are given such a negative image in the media, are not the violent thugs that they are made out to be. Not at all. We have met and spoken with many of them. They are, they are there, despite the dangers and the tragedies, because they believe the Bible's promises. As one of them said, we quoted him already, you need a lot of faith to live here. Currently, the Israeli forces and the police are in the process of evicting nine Jewish families from an area in Hebron. I'm walking next to the shuk. They've taken over the roof. They obviously, I'm looking at a family right now at their door holding a baby. It's Fushkachif. Right now, I wish you could see what I'm on. Well, let me tell you what I see. There's a beautiful young religious man with his beautiful young wife and there. Probably maybe a two-year-old son who's looking at me right now like, who are you? Son is very... At two years old, you can tell he feels the stress, and they're standing in the door of the house. And this is Gush Katif all over again. Shlomo, this is a big difference. You Shlomo, have a lot we're going to say provision that are willing to be violent. It's Shlomo, a big we're going to say goodbye to you now. We're going to be back in touch with you. You're listening to a live report coming out of Hebron uh, with Shlomo Wallens from IsraelReporter.com. We're just about to take a news break. I want to say one minute before we go. I would like a moment of silence, and I want all of the listeners listening to this, even if this is on a replay, even if you are listening to the show on demand, I want all of you, Christian, Jewish, whatever you are, to just take one moment and pray to God for the safety of the Jewish people, for the safety of the land of Israel, for the safety and integrity of the city of Hebron where our forefathers lie. Just take one moment of silence, please. Now, I've been to Hebron and interviewed the spokesman of the Jewish community there, David Wilder, and today he's at the centre of things. He spoke of the situation there the other day, and you can see the deep division that is growing between the secular, humanist part of the country and the young religious settlers. This is what David Wilder said. It is clear that the primary reason for the day's police show is overtly provocative. The police arriving en masse, hope to be attacked by the violent hoodlums, thereby providing an excuse to beat and arrest them. However, the kids are too smart to fall into the trap. The people experience only cold and boredom. Early evening. Most of the youth have decided to leave. The expulsion is still pending. According to sources within the government, it will not be implemented for at least a couple of more weeks. The kids can take a break and come back again in a week or so if they are still needed. Many, many journalists, journalists asked, how can you put up with such violent hooligans, in their words? The answer is very simple. These youths are neither hoodlums or hooligans. Rather, they are some of the most ideologically motivated people in Israel today. These kids are true lovers of their land of Eretz Yisrael. These youngsters are still crying the pain of expulsion from Gush Katif and northern Samaria. Their hearts are still bleeding the wounds of our land being abandoned to our enemies. 
they hurt the hurt of thousands of homeless Jews who committed no crime but to live in Gush Katif. I think that those words help us to understand the deep feelings that are here. People are hurt by the treatment that they are receiving. But the fact is that Bible prophecy is being fulfilled here. Take also the prophecy of Joel chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. For behold, in those days and in that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, I will also gather all nations, and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. The prophecy speaks of Judah and Jerusalem. That territory was taken by Israel in 1967, and it commenced a string of events that has brought forth hostility to Israel and to the religious Zionists in particular. It will not be just Israeli soldiers and police who will come against these people dwelling on the mountains of Israel. It will be all nations. This will be the controversy of Zion that we read about in Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 8. And it will not be a battle decided in favour of those nations, for this is the time when Israel's Messiah will be revealed in flaming fire, taking vengeance on those who obey not the gospel of God, says the New Testament. So it is with intense interest that we watch these events. There has to be a Jewish settler presence in the navel of the land, so it is difficult to see expulsions going very far. But how it but how it comes about and how, how it may be stopped, we don't know. We may be about to see a major development in Israel and maybe in the entire Middle East. The details are not revealed. We just know that the picture given to us by the prophets will gradually come more and more into focus. And so it is that we keenly watch the Bible in the news. So join us again next week when, God willing, we shall bring you another edition.